Day Verbum, Section 21. The Church has always venerated the divine scriptures as it has venerated the body of the Lord, in that it never ceases, above all in the sacred liturgy, to partake of the bread of life and to offer it to the faithful from the one table of the Word of God and the body of Christ. It has always regarded and continues to regard the scriptures, taken together with sacred tradition, as the supreme rule of its faith. For, since they are inspired by God and committed to writing once and for all time, they present God's own word in an unalterable form, and they make the voice of the Holy Spirit sound again and again in the words of the prophets and apostles. It follows that all of the preaching of the church, as indeed the entire Christian religion, should be nourished and ruled by sacred scripture. In the sacred books, the Father who is in heaven comes lovingly to meet his children and talks with them. And such is the force and power of the word of God, that it is the church's support and strength, imparting robustness to the faith of its daughters and sons, and providing food for their souls. It is a pure and unfailing font of spiritual life. It is eminently true of Holy Scripture that the word of God is living and active, and is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Section 22. Access to sacred scripture ought to be widely available to the Christian faithful. For this reason, the church, from the very beginning, made its own, the ancient translation of the Old Testament called the Septuagint. It honors also the other Eastern translations and the Latin translations, especially that known as the Vulgate. But since the word of God must be readily available at all times, the church, with motherly concern, sees to it that suitable and correct translations are made into various languages, especially from the original texts of the sacred books. If, when the opportunity presents itself and the authorities of the church agree, these translations are made jointly with churches separated from us, they can then be used by all Christians. Section 23. Taught by the Holy Spirit, the spouse of the incarnate word, which is the church, strives to reach an increasingly more profound understanding of the sacred scriptures in order to nourish its children with God's words. For this reason, it also duly encourages the study of the fathers, both Eastern and Western, and of the sacred liturgies. Catholic exegetes and other workers in the field of sacred theology should work diligently together and under the watchful eye of the sacred magisterium. Using appropriate techniques, they should together set about examining and explaining the sacred texts in such a way that as many as possible of those who are ministers of God's word may be able to dispense fruitfully the nourishment of the scriptures to the people of God. This nourishment enlightens the mind, strengthens the will, and fires the hearts of men and women with the love of God. The Holy Synod encourages those members of the church who are engaged in biblical studies constantly to renew their efforts in order to carry on with complete dedication and in accordance with the mind of the church, the work they have so happily begun. Section 24. Sacred theology relies on the written word of God taken together with sacred tradition as its permanent foundation. By this word, it is powerfully strengthened and constantly rejuvenated as it searches out under the light of faith all the truths stored up in the mystery of Christ. The sacred scriptures contain the word of God, and because they are inspired, they are truly the word of God. Therefore, the study of the sacred page 
should be the very soul of sacred theology. The ministry of the word too, pastoral teaching, catechetics, and all forms of Christian instruction, among which the liturgical homily should hold pride of place, gains healthy nourishment and holy vitality from the word of scripture. Section 25. Therefore, all clerics, particularly priests of Christ and others who as deacons or catechists are officially engaged in the ministry of the word, should immerse themselves in the scriptures by constant spiritual reading and diligent study. For it must not happen that any of them become empty preachers of the word of God to others, not being hearers of the word in their own hearts, when they ought to be sharing the boundless riches of the divine word with the faithful committed to their care, especially in the sacred liturgy. Likewise, the Holy Synod forcefully and specifically exhorts all the Christian faithful, especially those who live a religious life, to learn the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ by frequent reading of the divine scriptures. Ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ. Therefore, let them go gladly to the sacred text itself, whether in the sacred liturgy, which is full of the divine words, or in devout reading, or in such suitable exercises and various other helps which, with the approval and guidance of the pastors of the church, are happily spreading everywhere in our day. Let them remember, however, that prayer should accompany the reading of sacred scripture so that it becomes a dialogue between God and the human reader. For we speak to him when we pray, we listen to him when we read the divine oracles. It is the duty of bishops, with whom the apostolic doctrine resides, suitably to instruct the faithful entrusted to them in the correct use of the divine books, especially the New Testament, and in particular the Gospels. This is done by translations of the sacred text, which are equipped with necessary and really adequate explanations. Thus the children of the church can familiarize themselves safely and profitably with the sacred scriptures and become steeped in their spirit. Moreover, editions of sacred scripture provided with suitable notes should be prepared for the use of even of non-Christians and adapted to their circumstances. These should be prudently circulated either by pastors of souls or by Christians of any walk of life. Section 26. So may it come that by the reading and study of the sacred books, the word of God may speed on and triumph and the treasure of revelation entrusted to the church may more and more fill people's hearts. Just as from constant attendance at the Eucharistic mystery, the life of the church draws increase. So a new impulse of spiritual life may be expected from increased veneration of the word of God, which stands forever.